Hey everyone, today is December 23rd, 2020. It is the day before Christmas Eve, and I will be taking off on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, so there'll be no podcast on that day. I'll be busy cooking, and I'll also be busy watching football. So um, I just wanted to you know, give you a really quick messages here, um, get some stuff off of my chest here regarding um, some politics. So uh, we'll get straight to that. Again, this is scriptwriter Steve. This is Barbecue to Movies, and we're going to get straight into some really cool information right after these messages. Okay, I am back and I have some two pretty interesting subjects to talk about. One is math and the other is Joe Biden on Twitter. Of course, math, I always found a little, a little boring back in high school, but this is, this is pretty interest, interesting because, um, you, you know, in the end, math, it can sometimes explain, you know, a lot of things. And in this case, it's going to explain voter fraud. And this is, this is very, very, very simple. All right. And I'm just going to, um, you know, just kind of like hit you with them, some numbers here. So do you know how many registered voters there are in America as of today? Um, now, this was taken directly from a stat sheet that I found. And um, so there's currently, um, as of today, 213.8 million, I guess, official voters, okay, registered voters. Again, if we could register to vote, like there, those are the people, that's our, we can't get more than 213.8 million people, okay? Now, according to Joe Biden and everyone out there, we had the highest turnout of all registered voters of all time, the highest, which is still a measly 66.2%. So you would think it'd be closer to 100, right? But no, it's 66.2%. So that means if we do the math, right, we times 66.2% of 213.8 million, we come up with a total of 141.5 million voters. That's the world that we exist in. Now, President Trump, he's confirmed to have won 74 million votes. Democrats agree to this. Everyone agrees to that. You know, again, most of most of Trump's votes that came in, mostly everyone voted in person, except for like people where, like here in Hawaii, we had to vote, you know, kind of mail-in, right? Um, not really had to, but, you know, pretty much we had to. So what is the difference between 74 million and 141.5 million? Well, it's 67.5 million. So here's the thing. So if 74 million votes went to President Trump, that means Joe Biden at most could have had 67.5 million, not 81 million votes like they said he got. If he said he got 81 million votes, we're looking at, you know, where did those come from? Where did those come from? Again, remember, we're using their numbers, 213.8 million 66.2% of that are registered, are, are, um, it's a turnout, right? 213.8 million is the amount of registered voters. That means 141.5, right? You just have to subtract 74 million from 141.5 and we come up, come up with 67.5 million. Well, Joe Biden got 81. You know, how, there's something that's not making any sense. You know, I don't have to look at the Dominion voting or anywhere else. I just have to say that d- number doesn't make any sense. He didn't get more 
than Trump. And it makes sense that he only got 67.5 million because if you look at the people who turned out at all of his, at all of his events, there was basically nobody. Nothing. He was empty. He won half as many counties. You know, 67.5 million, it makes sense because he won half as many counties as Barack Obama, right? He didn't have the crowds. He couldn't get, he couldn't get a crowd of 10,000 people. He couldn't get a crowd of 5,000 people out there. You know, Joe Biden almost didn't win his own party. Let's not forget about that, right? So again, where do we go with this? I mean, this right here, to me, I think, is a, what, is it a st- statistical anomaly, right? Does it prove voter fraud? You know, they keep saying there's no proof of widespread voter fraud, which I hate. I agree with them 100%. There was always targeted voter fraud. It was done in a very targeted way. It was done to affect the, the swing states, which actually would swing the election toward Joe Biden. It was done, it was, it has been done in certain precincts. All of a sudden, people think that voter fraud happens for fun, that there's no, you know, determined outcome. Well, so all these dead people voting, all these people over 100 years are voting all for fun, all these absentee ballots show up with no, um, you know, no, no physical registered address. You know, those are those all happen for fun. Doesn't make any. Oh, the 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 um the Dominion machines just swing toward Biden for fun. You know, if everyone, if there's always a you know, here's the thing: you watch a football game, right? And it only takes one or two bad calls to swing an entire football game the wrong way. You know, a, a team could be winning; it could be very close. Then all of a sudden, the losing team has a pass interference call on the goal line on a Hail Mary shot, and then they end up scoring the touchdown, right? So that's those refs who did a bad call end up blowing it. Well, it wasn't widespread, you know, you know um, I guess, uh, wi- widespread stupidity. It was just one play. That's what happened over in when New Orleans went to the Super Bowl. One play, the... They missed a, a pass interference call, and the wrong team went to the Super Bowl. How do you like that? One play. It's not widespread, you know, widespread referee ineptitude, right? No. It's just one play, right? Okay. So, you know, agreed. Agreed with those people who said there's no widespread fraud. Okay. Now, I want to start talking about these Joe Biden tweets because they're really pissing me off. They're really, really pissing me off. Um, number one, so Joe Biden, now I don't even believe that Joe Biden is tweeting, but, um, so Joe Biden, he writes in one month, we begin to heal. We be, you know, <laughs> this is part of the narrative, the narrative where we, um, <laughs> they, they think that under Donald Trump, we actually like Donald Trump has destroyed this nation. Let's take a look at this. Who 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 was the party that lied to the American people for the last four years about Russia collusion, right? Who was the one who impeached the president on false pretenses, who abused our system, who tried to overturn an election in 2016 based upon fraudulent fraudulent charges? That's the Democrats. And then who made who took George Floyd and turned that into fiasco where it where, the, where people ended up burning down their own cities. Those were the Democrats. 
Remember, the Democrats, they knew for a fact that George Floyd, when he said, I can't breathe, he was sitting down in a chair, was sitting down in the back seat of that SUV, that police SUV. He was saying, I can't breathe. And it was he was saying it way before that cop put his shin, which was above probably George Floyd's neck. Because if you have if you get if you're getting choked out, you can't talk. If you're getting choked out, I'm sorry, you can't say I can't breathe. All right? That's just the fact. Anybody who has taken martial arts before or jujitsu or anything like that and have gotten into a chokehold, you know for a fact you cannot breathe. And it doesn't take you minutes to die. It takes you seconds to knock out. And if someone is on your neck with their shin bone pressing into it with pressure, you will be out so fast. It's not going to take minutes. It will take seconds. Let's, let's make that sure. You know? And then also on, on, on that, do we know that that cop was a racist cop? No, we don't know that. I'm pretty sure he wasn't. Now, do we, did he go beyond protocol? Maybe. Maybe not. I think it was. I think it was proven that it was written in the Minnesota police protocol. That's the way they actually deal with people who are kind of like you know, kind of high and everything. Something's going wrong with them because they don't know if they'll get back up and start attacking the police. So that may just be protocol. Now it may be the wrong protocol. It has to be rewritten. But as it wasn't as though these white cops were out there driving and targeting black people because there were other black people in George Floyd's SUV. Let's just think about that, right? So why weren't those black people targeted, right? If there was actually white people or cops targeting blacks, why did they only target George Floyd? Doesn't make any sense. So again, it's been the Democrats who has actually tore this nation apart. I mean, they've taken everything. And again, Black Lives Matter is a political organization. They have nothing to do with black lives. The billions of dollars that they have raised, they have not used it to benefit the lives of black people. I don't see them using it as ways to give loans or even give grants to to black businesses to to encourage entrepreneurship or or sponsorship or apprenticeship in these areas. Yeah, I don't see that. With Black Lives Matter. I, I went on their website. They're not even a 501c3. You know, you know what they do sponsor? If you want to protest, they'll come with signs and they'll come with people and they'll come with cameras. You know, that's what they'll do. You know, but other than that, they're not doing things for the community. They're not doing things for the black community. And they got tons and tons and billions of dollars. Nike and all these companies, celebrities, they all gave them billions of dollars. Not millions, billions. And they're not doing anything. You remember that. They're just a slogan. They're a political machine hiding behind a slogan. Now, by the way, here's the funny thing. So they even said, they even came out and said they helped get Joe Biden um, nominated. They said that flat out in public. That was their purpose. Now, they're having trouble. They're having a lot of trouble getting a meeting with Joe Biden. How do you like that? So Joe Biden's snubbing them. And he doesn't care, right? This is Joe Biden. This is the guy, again, he said that he, the reason why he ran was because he heard Donald Trump saying down in Charlottesville, there's very fine people on both sides. Now, that statement by Donald Trump was taken out of context, twisted, and fictionalized. Now, that's 100% fact. 100% fact. So Joe Biden ran on a lie. 
he ran on a false statement. You know, and then Chris Wallace, he came out there and says, he came out there during the debates and pushed this fake narrative because that was Joe Biden's cause of running. So he was in on it. I mean, it, it is so obvious Chris Wallace is working with the Democrat Party. You, you know, why would you, why would Chris Wallace, who knows, who actually reported on, on Donald Trump's words being taken out of context? He knew it for a fact it was taken out of context that President Trump had said, there, when he said there's very fine people, he was talking about people who are protesting the taking down of a Confederate statue. But he also said in that same paragraph that white supremacy and anything right there that exists should be condemned and is not good for the country. You know, again, Democrats taking things out of context to cause more chaos. They're the ones who destroyed the country. They're the ones who divide the country. They're the ones who preach racism when there is not. You know, we go down here, and you know, there, yeah, I would say there, there is racism, but not on a systemic, you know, it's not on a systemic level where you go to areas and people say, I'm not going to serve, serve a black person or a Chinese person just because they're, it's not like that. They're not, they're not going to get loans for a company. No. You know, for the most part, Americans love black people. Beyonce, you know, even back down to Bobby Brown and Tupac and, you know, Ice Cube, Will Smith. Who doesn't love Will Smith, right? I mean, I can name more black celebrities. You know, Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, LeBron James, right? Charles Barkley, all these people. <laughs> now we even have all the black football. I didn't go with the black football players, right? There's a lot of black football players out there who people love. You know, they're out there cheering for the football team. That's not what racists do. If we were a racist country who hated blacks, you know, you would, you know, America would not be a fun country because, you know, you know the black people, do, they, they, they do most of the music, most of the sports, a lot of the entertainment industry, the music industry, everything. You know, it would be a, it would be a very, if, you know, say, for example, if, if there is actually a racist who hates black people, they're missing out. They're really, really missing out. And I don't see a lot of people missing out on anything. You know, I, I run a wedding company. Like, I think I told you that. I have, like, I have like tons of interracial couples. Tons. Now, do I think that there's, like, racist people out there? Yeah, there is. There's racist people everywhere. You know, there are Asians who don't like blacks now. I can tell you that for sure. There are flat out, and there and there are white people who don't like blacks. I, I know I know there are some mixed race couples whose parents won't accept their relationship, but that's that's on a on an individual basis. It's not a on a systemic race, a systemic you know thing. Again, that couple, but their parents. There's I think one one side won't accept them because the groom was black, and again, that's only one case. This doesn't happen like everywhere. You know, it's just people living in the old times. You know, old people like they're they're just you know again they're stupid. I mean, I would I would literally call it stupid. Anybody who's a racist, they're flat out dumb. You know, and we don't we don't have that many dumb people now because most of those dumb people have either died or been reprogrammed. All right, they know better now. All right, and again, if they hate blacks, who who you know too too bad for them because they're missing out. They're missing out on a great world. You know, okay. And going back to this um, other stuff here I'm reading. I'm reading Joe Biden's tweets, by the way. So Joe Biden tweeted, Together, 
We're going to tackle the threat of climate change head on and create millions of good paying union jobs. Now, this is in one tweet. This is in one tweet. So <clears throat> he's associating union jobs, good paying jobs with union jobs. Now, already, if you're in, if you're in a union, you're getting good pay. You're getting good pay. If you're in a teacher's union, you're getting good pay. But why are we saying good paying jobs and union jobs, they have to be stuck together? Like, you know, this is really bad. A, a good paying job should be a good paying job. It shouldn't have to be a union job, correct? You know, when you're, when you're stuck in, when you're in a, in a union, it's basically a club. And what it does, it protects people from getting fired. So if you're, if you're a crappy teacher or a crappy worker, it's very hard to get rid of you. Extremely hard. I mean, it almost takes an act of God. In some cases, in some cases, to get rid of that person, they have to be, be promoted out of that position. Could you imagine that? So, and then he, he associates climate change with this. So climate change, good paying, and union jobs all in the same sentence. So again, climate change, they're going to tackle climate change head on, and then they're going to create good paying union jobs. So creating good paying union jobs has to do with climate change. Can you imagine that? I don't understand that. Where, where is the association? Even if climate change is an existential threat, why do we have to create millions of good-paying union jobs to fight climate change? This is, the, this is like where the Democrats are at. See, again, you read into it, climate change isn't about you know, you know, environmentalism. It's about creating millions of good-paying union jobs. I'll read this to you again. Together, we're going to tackle the threat of climate change head-on and create millions of good-paying union jobs. You know? They're not saying save the environment. They're saying they're going to, create, you know, they're going to, they're going to tackle climate change and create millions of millions of good-paying union jobs. They're going to unionize in the in the name of climate change. So, like how they took COVID and and they did things in the name of COVID, they're going to take climate change and do things in the name of climate change. That's a bunch of bullcrap. That's a really a bunch of bullcrap. You know, again, the Democrats are great at lying. And the people who follow the Democratic Party, they need to wake up. You know, they don't believe everything they say. Read into, they're even, they're so confident in their lies. They're telling it to you right there. They're, they're, they're not even lying a lot, a lot of times. In this case, I don't think Joe Biden is lying. He's telling you his position or whoever's writing his tweet is telling them their position. You know, so they're, again, not about the environment. It's all about union jobs. Union, union, union. And let's not forget the teachers' union. Remember they, what they said? They won't go back to work until, not until COVID is over, until the police are defunded in California. That's what the teachers' union in California said. So again, it's not about educating the kids. It's about now defunding the police. We're not going to go back on the, on the job unless you defund the police. Well, what is that? What is that about, right? Okay. So, here, so here's another thing. So Joe Biden, going back to his tweets right now. So here he is, a picture of Joe Biden. He said, um, today, I received the COVID-19 vaccine. To the scientists and researchers who worked tirelessly to make this possible, thank you. We owe you an awful lot. And to the American people, no, there's nothing to worry about. When the vaccine is available, I urge you to take it. Okay, he's doing a very, very nice thing there. Very, very nice. Now, again, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but at the same time, you know, at the same time, 
he's writing that at trying to take credit for the vaccine. He's doing that to, you know, I believe he met with Fauci and they were on a Zoom call and they had said that one month after he actually takes office, COVID will basically be close to gone. And again, that would be maybe around February, you know, March or so like that, right? You know, February, February, right? And I agree with that because the vaccine is being the vaccine is being distributed to millions of people right now, and they're being distributed to a lot of people who are who are, I guess, in you know, at the highest risk. You know, the frontline workers, the elderly, and um, it, you know, the, the COVID is going to go down, but then Joe Biden is going to take credit for it when he didn't do anything, nothing, absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing. All right. But you know, I want to before I go back into into tweets, I want to like like uh, talk about one thing here. You know, I was watching Obama on sixty Minutes one time, and uh, just recently he was promoting his um, his stupid book out there. Well, it's not stupid, you know. He's promoting his book. I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. So he's promoting his book, and um, he's out there saying that he, you know he's very surprised. He doesn't think that um, that Donald Trump got seventy four million votes because um, you know that's way more than Obama got. Obama didn't care about the 80 million votes. He didn't even talk about the 81 million votes that Joe Biden supposedly got. He said there's no way that Donald Trump got 74 million. It was though, why wasn't he bothered that Joe Biden outperformed him? He didn't even bring up Joe Biden. He, he thought that Trump did not get 74. There's no way he said that he got 74. There's no way that he, did, uh, he outdid him. But he didn't say nothing about Joe Biden outdoing him. It was as though he was talking as though he didn't believe Joe Biden's numbers. You know, he, that's what he was talking about. And it really felt that way. You know, I don't understand how, how Biden, I mean, how Obama can support someone like Biden. I, in fact, I don't think he really wanted to support Biden. He only came in there, I think, in the, in the 11th hour to support Biden. Why do we, you know, he, he didn't support him while he was running. In fact, even Biden didn't, you know, Biden, you know, kind of like brushed it off. Like while Joe Biden was running, I guess, against his own party members, Obama was missing. He was completely missing. So here, one more tweet here. One more tweet. So Joe Biden says this. I know you're probably, probably tired of hearing about politics after this year, but with 15 days left until the Georgia Senate runoffs, we can't take our foot off the gas. Every dollar makes a big difference. Chip in to flip Georgia our way. Okay, so uh, and over there has a little thing there to go, um, you know, to, to donate to those two um, candidates who are running. By the way, those two, two candidates who are running in Georgia under the Democrat ticket, they're not Democrats. They are flat-out radical socialists. Radical. And one of them is a flat-out racist against whites. Um, you know, this is not good. It's really not good. I don't see how anyone can support them. I mean, you have basically an, a nobody running, a, a person who has no talent, and one person's a flat-out racist. Why, why do the Democrats run people who don't know anything? AOC doesn't know much. You know, Joe Biden doesn't know much. You know, at, at least Donald Trump, he was an executive. You know, he was, a, he was an executive. He was a... He knew how to lead, how to create, how to create jobs. He knew how taxes affected things, how to get things done, how to organize things. And that's why even while he was getting impeached, he fulfilled 
I think about 99% of all of his election promises, almost 99%. And then, again, this is while, you know, the Democrats were lying about him and, you know, saying all these things about him, that, that he was a misogynist and a rapist and, you know, xenophobic and all those things. You know, they tried everything, but he was still, <laughs> he was still getting the job done. And here we are, like, we have know-nothings running in Georgia, the worst people. Now, I wouldn't mind if these people were talented, like they were actually business people or something like that, or showed some type of leadership in any form, any form. But they're, no, they're nobodies. And in fact, if you find a lot of times on the Democrat sides, there'll be nobodies. And why can't, like, like, like why can't, like, a smart guy, like, even, even like, um, say, Bloomberg, right? They didn't want Bloomberg to run. I mean, Bloomberg did run, but they shot him down so quick. He's probably the probably the most talented out of all of them out there, you know, who are running for president. You know, he knew how to he knows how to run a company. He knows how to he ran a city before. At least he knows, you know, something about, you know, the executive office. But no. They wanted, you know, someone like Joe Biden who he, he, he's nobody. He he didn't do anything. <laughs> I just don't get it. I really don't get it. All right, people. Well, that's about it for today. You know, I don't want to go into too much with this. You know, it's Christmas time. We got to be a little bit more happy. Um, so I'll probably end it here at 24 minutes. And uh, I probably won't talk to you till after Christmas. So if I don't hear from you, we don't hear from you. If I don't, if I don't like uh, talk to you before then, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And uh, look forward to more podcasts and more of me constant complaining about stuff and more barbecue and more movies. Oh, by the way, um, Wonder Woman comes out HBO Max on December 25th. It's Christmas Day. So HBO Max or the theaters, uh, I'm thinking I may see it in the theater because I really want to go in the theater. Oh, by the way, hold on. Before I sign off, let's talk about that real quick. You know, (laughs) people are saying... They're trying to avoid going to a theater to avoid a super spreader event. A theater, right? A theater. <laughs> a theater where they'll, so, you know, you're going to be, you know, a couple of people, a couple of rows down away from people who, who, you know, from, from a couple of rows down from people sitting, right? It's not going to be a full theater, if anything. What is the difference between, you know, sitting in a theater or going to a Costco that is crowded? Costco is way more crowded. <laughs> what is the difference? You, you tell me. Of going to a Walmart that's really crowded and people are bumping shoulders with each other, it's really crowded. You know why can't why can't I? Um, right now it's so funny because here in Hawaii we can't meet with. Um, I think Christmas time, we have to stay within our own family, so we're not having Christmas parties. But if we all met at Costco, it'd be okay. Isn't that weird? So we, we we should just all meet at Costco or all meet at Walmart because it's safe there. We can just all go to the mall and just meet there. It'll be cool. <laughs> it's like, it's safe. You can't meet at your house. No, <laughs> I don't get it. All right, guys, I better go. I can keep talking. Bye.